This edition of the USCC Expo Experience on CannabisRadio.com is brought to you by Regulated Solutions, your partner for producing compliant cannabis and hemp brand events. Learn more at RegulatedSolutions.com. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the USCC Expo Experience. Featuring one-on-one interviews with speakers, exhibitors, and attendees from the United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. And now, the USCC Expo Experience, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us here for the USCC Expo Experience here on CannabisRadio.com, a jam-packed show as we are counting the days to the upcoming United States Cannabis Conference and Expo. It's coming up right around the corner, August 2nd and 3rd. Actually, August 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Miami, Florida. More information at usccexpo.com. I mentioned in the last program, we announced a medical cannabis symposium. We'll have some great events going on as part of that. Everything from doctor's compliance, the endocannabinoid system explained, to cannabis and seniors, uh, to sports medicine, and so much more. We'll have that coming up on Friday, August 2nd, as we begin premium education on the show floor for the USCC Expo. We'll also have advanced cultivation training, a great five-hour training session, which you'll learn so much about, aquaponics, hydroponics, and so much more. And we will have two days of expos. Uh, we'll have a lot of exhibitors uh, to showcase, especially a lot of pro people that are going to be showcasing from the state of Florida. And we'll have great sessions. We have amazing sessions that are going to be going on, everything from branding to marketing to cultivation to tax and regulate, accounting, 280E, and so much more that I could go through. But again, take a look at USCC Expo. Take a look at what we have as a great agenda, well updated, a real change from last year. And I think I'm really, we're so proud of what we've put together in terms of the programming. And one of those uh, programming sessions we're going to bring up in just a moment is the public, the, the, the cannabis portrayal and the well, let me go ahead and rephrase exactly how it's put. It's public portrayal of cannabis by the misinformed media. We're going to talk about that in just a moment with our guest. So I want to go ahead and welcome here for the state of Florida. He's founder and CEO of the Florida-based corporation High Life Studio Incorporated, which is a cannabis advertising company producing the award-winning magazine High Life, Florida's premier cannabis lifestyle magazine. He also uh, deals with High Life Health and Wellness, which is a trusted resource on medical marijuana in the state of Florida. And I'm here with the publisher of High Life Magazine, Bob Riley. Bob, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to uh, uh, the USDC Expo this year. And I'm glad we're getting you a chance to be on, on a panel this year. I've gotten, to see, gotten the chance to see you speak on several panels as part of the Cannabis Marketing Lab, which is a Florida-based uh, organization that does a lot of great events that uh, for those in the South Florida, if you haven't a chance to go and check out Cannabis Lab and what Robert Freeman and the folks there are doing, it's really great work. And I want to ask you about your magazine, first of all, High Life Magazine. You know, the July 2019 issue is what's out right now. You can look for it online at highlifemagazine.us. And one of the things that stood out to me was an article that you put out on cannabis branding. And I want to just, you know, touch on that for a moment. You mentioned right off the top that branding is what your company believes in, why it exists, and how consumers feel about your business and products. Branding promotes loyalty and long-term commitment. So take me behind what prompted your approach to the issue and, and lay out that knowledge on branding and how you have that understanding of branding from what you do. Well, thank you. Uh, I've been doing uh, branding for the last 30 years. Um, I kind of grew up in a print shop, you know, so 
I, you know, I, I understood the, uh, uh, you know, good graphic design at an early age. And when I uh, decided to uh, uh, start uh, High Life in 2014 as a periodical, it was a quarterly. Um, we were trying to help educate and uh, um, mainstream the message of what cannabis could do and help um, in order to be able to provide um you know, up-to-date, accurate information of what marijuana and cannabis could do, you know, health-wise, as well as the different illnesses that it could help um, uh, cure or help uh, alleviate pain from. So, you know, one of the things is, is, you know, as we've gone forward uh, over the last three years, we've really tried to, uh, you know, educate uh, people as best we can. And, one of the things that we noticed is that a lot of people want to get into the market, but they just don't know how to do it. And, you know, so either they're going to try and start, you know, a CBD line maybe, or, uh, you know, they think that they're going to be able to you know, open up a dispensary. Um, you know, we try to actually educate them on what the process would be. So I thought cannabis branding would be a great, you know, opportunity, a simple one-on-one on how to educate uh, the basic consumer, if they wanted to get into the market, on some of the things that they would have to consider uh, when uh, developing their brand. And, you know, from everything from creating their name, uh, researching, you know, how that name, you know, would be perceived in the public, the colors for the branding of, the, of their name, uh, as well as getting trademarks, which is highlight is one of the few uh, trademarked uh, cannabis brands out there. And, uh, also, uh, how they could uh, go about um, advertising and marketing their brand. No, let's so, go uh, let me, let me go and jump forward. I want to just well, just look at the time that we have. Let me go ahead and step forward, sure. and let's get into some of the news that's going on within the state of Florida, which I know you also promote on the website as well. Uh, so the magazine obviously does a lot of uh, featured pieces, but on the website itself, you do a lot of aggregating of news content. So. One of the stories I noticed that has been in the news, and I know you've uh, followed quite uh, closely, the AP reported recently that, quote, a Florida appellate court ruled that the state's approach to regulating marijuana is unconstitutional. By doing so, the court would possibly allow more providers to jump into a market, positioned to become one of the country's most lucrative markets. If the ruling stands, it could force state officials to lift existing caps on how many medical marijuana treatment centers can operate in Florida. Is there a cost for celebration of Florida for this kind of a uh, ruling? Uh, it's a little apprehensive celebration, yeah. but yes, uh, we believe that we're going to have to wind up going to the Supreme Court. Uh, where a lot of people believe that it will be upheld. And um, the the part of the problem is, is, is you know, they, they the, the legislator made a, um, a vertical market where basically Amendment 2 had stated it was more to be a horizontal market. I mean, the intent of the law was to allow everybody to grow, um, grow their own medicine, and to be able to participate in system. That's not how the legislator uh, implemented it, unfortunately. Now, we know that medical marijuana has been here what, since 2018. Luckily, that, that it was put on the ballot, and people overwhelmingly were and will support, especially those that were south of the I-4 corridor. Uh, they were definitely in support, more of a ruling majority, of not just medical cannabis, but adult-use cannabis. Now, activists are looking to try to get adult-use cannabis on the 2020 ballot, and they're being undeterred by the passage of Florida House Bill 5, which is the latest Republican attempt to subvert the people's will. Now, 
Governor DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, signed a bill into law June 7th in what the South Florida Sun Sentinel described as a, quote, arrogant abuse of political power. The measure took immediately. It complete, complicates the citizens' initiative process, which allowed Floridians to legalize medical marijuana and restore voting rights to felons in 2016. Legislators for the Republican side would have likely have rejected those proposals, even though more than 60% of voters approved both. So the original intent of House Bill 5 was to restrict the power of municipalities from adding new taxes without due process, which is something many citizens support. Now, we were talking just before we got on the recording about any chance that recre- recreational, some people will say, or adult use could be a reality in Florida, obviously with the market that can be had. Uh, but there's a lot of hurdles behind it. Do you see that any time in the future coming for this without any federal support? It, it, that's, a, that's a hard question to answer. I mean, you know, we have Regulate Florida, which is to try and regulate, al- you know, marijuana like alcohol. And they're currently trying to uh, get Supreme Court review as well as trying to um, get on the ballot uh, for 2020. The problem is, is there's no money. I mean, you would think that all these MMTCs who are growing flour would want to get adult use as quickly as possible, but they're not ponying up any of the money, unfortunately. And uh, which, uh, you know, is kind of disheartening. And the second part on that is, is now, you know, with the, the issue of the state legislature trying to cap THC at 10 percent last year and uh, the fight that we had then, do we really want to try and regulate it like alcohol? So even though I've been a proponent and supporter of Regulate Florida in the past, I kind of have to pull my support on Regulate Florida because I don't think regulating it like alcohol, where they're going to be able to put a cap on anything, because our legislature does not listen to us, unfortunately, yeah. does not listen to the map of the people, as you said. Um, I think it's going to be an issue. And I'm just, I'm wondering if there's just a little bit of signing where I thought the governor actually had some kind of a support. You wanted to go and follow the will of the people. Because of how the votes have come out, you know, several times for this, when it did not pass the initial time in 2014, then, then when it did. So there's that, which really gives me an issue with that. Plus, the other thing I got to say is, even with the local media here, and then more for the mainstream media nationally, is the reason where I personally wanted to create a panel, like I just mentioned at the top of the show, the public portrayal of cannabis by the misinformed media. After last year's USCC Expo, I, we were looking at what other panels can we do? What other things can we do that we thought would be a good thing to discuss? I think this is something, I don't know if anybody else is discussing this at all, but I thought this was a great panel. And I'll tell you, we have some good people that are going to be on that panel. If I correct this, Ricardo Baca and Danny Keith. Ricardo Baca is with uh, Grasslands.com. Uh, Danny Keith with Cannabis Club TV and a number of other uh, digital uh, verticals that he's doing as well. You're going to get to moderate that panel. The chance to go ahead and talk about this subject, do you feel in luck with where I'm coming from about that we need to have this discussion and this should be brought to the forefront? Oh, absolutely. Part of the problem is is, is even the media continues to put us in the box. They keep us in the box. Yes. You know, because, you know, like right now, there's a, the, the issue of a, a report came out saying that CBD, if overused, could possibly hurt your liver. <laughs> well, yeah, they could possibly do that, but on the, on the overall, when you look at the science, it, it's very, very rare. I mean, anything, if you take too much aspirin, you can hurt yourself. You can kill yourself. Right. You can wind up in the hospital. You know, you have to do things in moderation. So, you know, part of the problem is the media type tends to sensationalize. 
And instead of showing all the good things, like, you know, these kids like Bruno, uh, who has Dravet syndrome, epilepsy, and he uses CBD, and, and it, he's down. He, he used to be on, like, 20 medications. He's down to one medication now, wow. and he's on CBD. I mean, you know, let's, let's show the facts of what are actually happening. But the problem is, is, is you know, for the mainstream right now, it's considered boring, even though CBD is the hottest thing. Yes. Um, yeah. It seems like the information associated on the positive side isn't as uh, you, you can't sensationalize a kid getting better where you can, where you can say somebody's getting sick off of something. So I, I think that's part of our problem. And the second part of the problem, I think, is the fact that um, we, you know, we're, we, we keep marketing the men. We need to stop marketing the men and just start focusing on women because women are, one, the major uh, care providers in the home when it comes to health-related issues. They make all the health care decisions right. of what their children you know, eat, drink, what medicines they take, how, how you know, if they're in the hospital, you know, what procedures they're going to get. And, and you know, for us to be able to mainstream this message, we have to start going after uh, women voters and women consumers. And that's what I like about High Life and what we've created is we're like 60% uh, women-driven. Um, most of the women that come to our website and, and read our magazines like it because of the content. And those just certain things that are in there that it's very presentable, it's very easy to go and read through. It, it makes sense to go. and uh, but, but again, you know, it's, what's, uh, it's a matter of access. And so the more people get in front of your magazine, more it gets passed along, word of mouth. My whole thing is that it's about the debate that goes on where when, for whatever reason, to create clickbait or to just to create some kind of a ratings buzz, when I see certain programs and certain cable networks or just national television, whatever it is, they always try to find somebody that will take the bait and be the spokesperson for cannabis. And it always goes bad. And my thing is, we shouldn't have that happen. These people should, there should be right. certain people that should not take the bait, go on television only to get rattled and to be provoked into saying something that will, you know, obviously make them go off the, off the end. There's got to be a way to play this game and to, you know, play along. This is a chess game. So it's a matter of the right people need to be up front and the discussions need to be well informed, well presented, so that people can see that in a much better light. It's not that we have to make ourselves, you know, we should still be able to showcase what this industry is in every aspect, but show we're responsible, we're, we're compliant, we're regulated, and everything's being done on the right end to give a quality product to everybody that consumes it, that wants to consume it. Absolutely, and you know, and that was the other thing too that I liked that the legislature did do this past session. They uh, passed the Florida Hemp Bill, yep. which um, is now under uh, Nikki Freed, um, the Agricultural uh, Commissioner. Yep. And uh, she is, is implementing a QR codes-based system to be able to track you know, from farm or from source all the way to end user, um, which I think is a great idea because it's going to put 90% of the CBD um, or claim to be CBD products out of business because they're not going to be able to um, verify what they say that they're doing. I mean, you know, buying CBD or hemp-derived CBD in a um, uh, gas station is way different than buying it, say, at a, a, a you know a head shop or, or even other places. So 
or a doctor's office even. You're going to be you're going to get a higher quality definitely probably from a doctor's office, and you're probably going to get nothing when you buy from a gas station. And we I have mean, to fix that problem. <laughs> Hopefully, that's something that gets addressed. I know Holly Bell is going to be speaking on the state of the Florida cannabis market. Who's the cannabis czar that works underneath Nikki Freed? Uh, Carlos Cremello, yep. former co- congressman from Miami, is going to be joining us as well for a panel. And one of the things I want to hopefully get is we've been hearing from some of the local um, groups out there about how, like cities like Delray Beach, which is just north of Miami, you know, they have outlawed you know CBD being allowed in dispensaries, but oh, they can be sold in gas stations. We we have no clue what kind of quality or any real kind of testing of what's being pushed in those shelves. And what's the worst part I'm hearing about as well? is that some of these gas stations that are taking on this product thinking, oh, I could just sell this for whatever, and they're going to get ripped off because they can't sell this product because nobody has trust in it. Exactly. And, and you know, it, it's it, it's one of those things that even, you know, we there's a recent uh, Channel 4, um, CBS uh, 4 uh, a report where they tested 10 products and seven of them had no CBD in it at all, oh. even though it said it did. Wow. So it, it was like, one of those like wow moments that you're like really you know you're claiming to have something um in the packet or you know in the medicine and it's not the medicine uh, so you know some of them had uh melatonin in it some of them oh. had other products some of it even had some scary stuff in it um but yeah i mean ultimately you know the whole purpose of the hemp bill is to help clean that market up and and that's the other thing too is you know high life has its own uh, we're launching our own uh, CBD full spectrum hemp line in September, which is going to be fully tested, backed by uh, you know the the QR code system, um, and we're going to pr- uh, produce a high quality product. We felt that it was necessary to be able to enter the market to do so. Um, let's go and talk about your time, product. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and let's go and segue into that real quick. So now, first of all. There's among another bunch of things that you're doing. You have High Life Magazine, the High Life Health and Wellness Medical Center. And now you were talking about, uh, you were mentioning before we got on, uh, that you were working on a CBD product. So fill us in on what High Life is doing these days. Start with that CBD product. Let's go into that first. Uh, well, we're, uh, we're, we're not going to do an isolate. We're doing a full-spectrum hemp. So there will be some you know, low levels of THC in it. Um, but we're creating a high... Um, uh, a high quality product that's ethanol that has uses ethanol extraction, so it's one of the best extraction methods out there. Um, and we're producing massage oil, balms, lotions, and tinctures. Um, that's it's going to be a limited, uh, you know, uh, a launch of a, of a few specific products, but we believe that um, you know we'll be able to uh, garner multiple support. Plus, you know, we have our own built-in content delivery network uh, of our website has 1.6 million page views last month. Wow. Uh, so yeah, we're doing, uh, we're doing pretty good, but you know, we, our whole goal has always been from the start of high life is to pr- produce positive, accurate, truthful information all the time. And if we get it wrong and we've got it wrong once, um, you know, we, we, we say we're sorry and we move on. Um, and so my goal has always been to produce high quality products, um, no matter if it's a magazine or if it's CBD, you're going to get the very best of what High Life can create. So, again, the website, again, is highlifemagazine.us. And give me the websites for the other High Life uh, brand, for the product line, and for the Health and Wellness Medical Center. Uh, well, right now, we're, we're, we haven't uh, built out the website. Uh, we're still working on building out the website for the product line. Okay. But it'll, you know, 
they'll be able to get it through uh, the highlifemagazine.us. But we also have the High Life directory, which uh, lists all the, the recommending physicians in the state of Florida where you can get your recommendation, um, as well as all the dispensary listings in the state. So, and that's a free resource. We, we don't charge anybody for it. We just uh, provide that out there. Um, we also have the High Life Health and Wellness um, Center where, you know, we also um, do community outreach. Uh, we explain to people how to get their medical marijuana cards. We, we educate people on, um, you know, how CBD, uh, THC um, can help them in their daily lives and how, um, you know, the, the very best of, of whatever um, we produce is constantly being um, um, showcased at these events. So also you can go there, you go to highlife.center to learn more about the doctor referral service. And then there's highlife.directory for the directory itself. Does that cover everything? <laughs> so, you know, we, 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 we do do a lot, but, you know, we've been, we're one of the first original in the state of Florida. We've been doing this basically since 2012, but officially since 2014. Um, so we've been there at the beginning. We've been to 90% of all the events in the last couple of years. Uh, so, you know, we try and keep people honest and we also, uh, um, you know, uh, segue out the bad actors from the good actors and, and we only do business with the good actors. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bob. Bob Raleigh again with High Life Magazine. Really do appreciate you being on the program with us. Thank you for having me. This is kind of fun. This is my first time on a radio, and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. So I sometimes when you get that transition from magazines, like, what is it behind the microphone of that camera? What is that that wonderful, that, that feeling you get behind that? So you get a little taste of that. Plus, you're going to get that uh, feeling on stage when we put you up to go ahead and talk about, again, public portrayal of cannabis and the misinformed media, which will be for everybody going to catch. You can catch it at the USCC Expo coming up in Miami, Florida. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.